I'm Denise Wallach-Peterson, founder of the Menopause Project and creator of the Use Your Cycle Method. I've been a personal trainer for the last two decades to hundreds of women, helping them through hormonal disruption, perimenopause, and menopause, coming out on the other side, celebrating their strength, their health, and their wisdom. Because menopause doesn't have to suck. In Meno Minis, we'll be discussing everything from sleep, sex, and weight loss to how to support and use your hormonal cycle to live a more vibrant life in the flow, even post-menopause. Welcome to today's Meno Mini. Hey, how you doing today? Denise Wellick-Peterson here, now get going fitness and creator of the Use Your Cycle Method. Use your cycle method. Use your cycle. Use your cycle. Use your cycle. So if you've been following me for any period of time, you know I talk about using your cycle a lot. (laughs) Problem is, maybe you don't even know your cycle. So let's have some tea. I've got turmeric today. Turmeric, caffeine-free turmeric tea. Uh, Tazo. I like Tazo Bland for the blend. Tazo Brand for caffeine free, right? And it's tasty. And you can do it hot, you can do it cold if I let it sit here. No big deal. So grab your tea. Let's talk. Girl talk. All right. So when people first come to me, often the whole idea of using your cycle is extremely foreign to them. And so let's start with one way that most of us, by the time you get to be our age, have figured out. You use your cycle to figure out when you need to get, when you can get pregnant, not when you need to, when you can get pregnant, right? I mean, you cannot get pregnant all 30 days of your cycle, 28 days, 26 days. You cannot get pregnant all of those days. There's like a five day window in the middle where you can get pregnant. Now, if you wanted to plan when you were going to get pregnant, right? And maybe you waited till a little bit later in life. So it wasn't like, blam, you thought about it and you got pregnant like I did, right? Um, You had to think about it a little bit harder, right? You had to go, okay, I got to do the thing here in order to get pregnant. This is when I got to do it, right? You started taking your temperature. You knew when the temperature elevated, that was time to do the horizontal mambo so you could have a baby. So you could have a baby. So you've you've used your cycle before. Or maybe you don't have kids, but you don't want a baby. You don't want one, right? Maybe you're later enough in life that you're like, I don't want to do that again. So these are the five days are a no-go. Or these are the five days that we are like really protected, right? So you've used your cycle. This is not an unheard of concept. It's just that's the only thing in our modern day society that we use our cycle for. When to get pregnant, when not to get pregnant. But Denise, you talk about effortless weight loss. Denise, you talk about being the social butterfly. You talk about work being easy. How do I use my cycle to make work easy? All right. Well, let's see. 
Yeah, I'm going back to my notes because I want to make sure to say all the things, right? Before weight loss can be easy, before remembering all the words, before your workout flowing and, and knowing what to do when you get to the gym, you have to know your own damn cycle. Now, if you're in your late 30s, early 40s, and you're still regularly or semi-regularly, mostly regularly cycling, having a period, boom, you know when day one is. Boom, day one. Boom. Blood hits, day one. This is the ideal time to start learning about your cycle, learning your own signs within you on where you are in your cycle because you have that boom day, right? But as you get into your mid-40s, into your late 40s, into your early 50s when, ooh, look at that, yay, no period for six weeks, yay, no period for six and a half damn months, right? Yay, those things are exciting, right? I mean, I am not going to lie. I'm not had a period in 132 days. <laughs> I have not had a period in 132 days. Looking for 365, right? But then you want, you hear something like this. Let's use your cycle. And you're like, well, geez, Denise, I don't have a real regular cycle. Geez, Denise, I, I don't know when my last period was. I've been working with a gal. Um, hadn't had a period in five years. Well, where do you start there, right? So if you can take a few cycles now when you're still regularly cycling or just take a few months if you're not regularly cycling and start tracking symptoms of hormones, that will be helpful, right? So in your head, you might really, really want to lose weight. You might really, really want to lose weight. But if your body's not on board with the plan, it's going to be hard, right? Like if you're um, thinking, okay, Denise, let's, let's use, I, I want to lose weight. I don't want to get pregnant. I want to get pregnant. It doesn't just look, I don't want to get pregnant, but man, you have sex on day 14. You might be screwed on that one, right? Same thing here. Same thing here. You might really want to lose weight, but it's week three and your body's like craving all the things and you're eating all the things. Of course there's a dog dog going by right now. Losing weight is going to be harder. It's just going to be harder, right? But if you know you're headed into week three, you can be easier on yourself about this, right? If you know that during week three, you have a strong craving for chocolate and you usually, you know, get a little bit more comfort from the potatoes and the, and the good things and the yummy things, then you won't be so upset when you don't lose weight this week, right? But if you know that um, right after your period, man, you are feeling on fire and you can just go all day and you're into chocolate and not even a thought and workouts are so easy and it's so easy to motivate yourself to get to the gym and that is easy and you're like burning weight like crazy right yeah you just happen to hop in it at the right time and instead of getting depressed because you tried to force yourself through it on week three you're excited because you lost weight right 
Now, if you had known your cycle, you wouldn't have been surprised that on week three, you had a hard time losing weight. And you'd be more likely to stick with it because you know there's easier days yet to come, right? Okay, so let's backtrack just a smidge in case you are unfamiliar with what your hormone cycle looks like. Piece of paper. Okay, so we start out with your period. <laughs> and estrogen goes up and then comes back down. And, oh, I love these pens, don't you? Do you remember these pens? And progesterone is low and then it goes up and comes back down, right? Mm, there. Okay, so period, everything is low. As you are headed up to ovulation, estrogen increases. You know what happens when estrogen increases? Workouts feel easy. Your body, okay, your body is getting ready for a baby. Your body is stronger. You are physically prettier. No lie. There are re there is research done. You are physically prettier. Now, why you're physically prettier? You're re you're trying to attract a mate to make the baby. It's all about the baby. If you think it's not all about the baby, it's all about the baby. You are more charismatic when you are when you are in full ovulation. You are ready for baby. You are pretty. You are the the smartest thing in the room. You are the funniest thing in your the room. Like your smile attracts the people because you're prettier too, right? You are social. You actually want to go out. You want to be in public where you might find a baby maker, right? I mean, it is all about survival of the species. That's what hormones are about, survival of the species. So that's the first half of the cycle. <sighs> Ovulation, horizontal mambo time. It is time, show time, game time, time for the show. And then what? <sighs> then your estrogen <sighs> tanks and your progesterone goes up. We got to Make a nest for the baby. There might have been a baby. Horizontal, all that horizontal mambo might lead to a baby. We got to have the nest. So we again become physically less prettier. I'm sorry to have to tell you that. We become less prettier. Why? Because you got a mate. You might be pregnant. Let's not, like, not screw that up, right? You're tired. Like, lay down, girl. We, we grow in a baby. All the energy going to grow in the baby. You need all the food. Like, no skipping workouts. You are hungry. Time for cravings. You need the food. Um, you, you feel like a homebody. You know, you're more likely to maybe, maybe be a little more snappy. A little snappy with people. Well, then people don't want to be around you. So, no more horizontal mambo time. We're trying to create a baby. It's all about the baby. The cycle is all about the baby. Right? And the, how preparing for baby, how nurturing baby is going to help you lose weight, help you gain weight, help you whatever, right? Help you attract the mate for the baby. It's about the baby, right? Okay, so now that you know that, it's all about the baby. Mm -hmm. Now, as you are, if you are cycling, as you are going through your cycle, I want you to go, okay, period, day one, day one of your period, day one. How do you feel? Now, I've had some people say day one sucks, right? Like there's, there's all the cramps, there's all the whatever. But after that, it gets better, right? Like your mood starts to improve, things start to get easier, right? All the things. Um, workouts get easier. All of that starts to happen until we hit ovulation, which is when your temperature increases. So if you need that, um, that very concrete piece of, oh, we are ovulating. That's when your BMR 
Nope, that's a different term. That's when your, yeah, your basal metabolic rate. That's when your heart rate goes up and not your heart rate. Boy, look at me. I am not in the first half of my cycle. That's when your temperature goes up. You're getting out of bed, temperature goes up. That's ovulation, right? So at that point, your estrogen starts to go down, progesterone starts to go up. You want a baby, that's the time. You got a couple more days, right? But then after that, you might start finding um, that it's just, it's, it's harder. Or maybe you got a whisker right here. Man, I had one for a long time and now I got three. Three little whiskers right there. That's, for me, that's a telltale sign. Oh, okay. It's whisker time, right? Side note on whiskers. As we get older, right, our progesterone and estrogen levels come down. So you go, right? Progesterone and estrogen levels come down. Testosterone never really changes, right? So here it's a little bit, but as we come down, it's the same, right? So that's when our hormone profile is more masculine, right? More testosterone relative to estrogen and progesterone. Hence whiskers, hence little black nipple hairs. Y'all get those? Anyway, stuff like that, that, okay, testosterone level is relatively speaking higher than progesterone and estrogen, not higher than, relatively speaking, more testosterone. Okay. Maybe it's a whisker hair. Maybe it's, I don't feel like going to the damn gym. Maybe it's, I want all the food. Maybe it's, I want salty food. Maybe it's, I get a little depressed. Maybe it's, I feel really low, right? I've had several clients who a few days before their period, their mood just tanks, right? They're angry maybe, or just really sad, or just really don't want to deal with you, right? So don't deal with me. Now, when you start to notice these things, now you can predict them, right? And now maybe, you know, instead of being the life of the party on day 14, now maybe you are the I should probably go do some things by myself so I don't piss the boss off, right? Or I should go do other things by myself so I don't lose all my friendships. You know, whatever. That's not the time to plan your birthday party. I don't care when your birthday is. You don't want to plan your birthday party in the middle of being a bitch season, right? So you can plan those things better. And then, now I'm not saying right now, you know, you're in your early 40s, you're getting your period every... 28, 29, 32 days, right? But start paying attention right now to what those symptoms are, those those clues, so you know when you are in your cycle, right? Kind of like when you're 13 or 14, you don't really know why you want to know that you bleed every 28 days outside of to have the regular pads and stuff handy, right? But someday you might want to know how not to get pregnant. Right? And the more you know about your body earlier, the easier it is to just kind of slide into the, oh, this is the time we don't get pregnant. Right? So if you know those things now, and then you start getting to be 47, 48, and all of a sudden you're going six, eight weeks without a period, now you can go, hmm, okay, but how do I use my cycle now? Denise says I can lose weight easier if I know what my cycle is doing and I don't know what it's doing right? But man, these whiskers are driving me nuts. Oh, wait, I've been tracking and whiskers happen on week three. 
okay, so I must be a little bit higher progesterone now. So if I'm higher progesterone now, it makes sense that I'm having more cravings. It makes sense that I'm gaining a little bit weight or at least not losing weight so easily right now. So I'm not going to be so hard on myself. I'm not going to give up after one week of going to the gym and eating more protein and vegetables. I'm going to give myself grace because I know that my hormones are in a in a grow the baby time of the month, right? Versus um, I'm just extra bubbly and happy today. I'm just extra happy today. Woohoo! And being extra happy. This means, oh my gosh, this means I'm in my, my first week. So if I'm in my first week, this, oh, I am in creation overload. The gym, oh my gosh, I can lift more weight at the gym than normal. Oh my gosh, eating, eating vegetables and protein and skipping the peanut butter crispy bar so much easier this week. I didn't even think about the peanut butter crispy bar. Oh my gosh. Okay. And then you lose three pounds that week, right? And you're like, oh my God, I'm on fire. And two weeks later, you're going, why am I holding steady? What happened to three pound week? Right? I'm doing the same things. Workout was so hard this week. Right? This is part of knowing your cycle. Your cycle is who's we got to know. It doesn't matter if I get whiskers on the third week of the month. When do you get whiskers? I'm, I'm going to guess closer to the third or fourth week of the month, right? Or do you break out at a certain time? Or is your skin extra special glowy a certain time in the month? What are things that you have noticed? Okay, now how do you know your cycle, right? So let's go with your cycle's 28 days, right? So when I'm teaching my clients who come to me without having had a period in a long time, they like it never occurred to them as they were getting older to track when their last few periods were, and they don't know when the last time they had their period is. They're like, I don't even know what to do or how to do it. Okay, might I recommend a Excel, an Excel spreadsheet or a piece of graph paper, right? And I want you to reflect on what are some of the symptoms that I know that I know that I had, right? Like the whisker thing, right? Or the black nipple hairs, those kind of happen at the same time, right? Um, What are the things I had? And I want to track four or five things, right? That way it's not like, oh, I'm sitting down journal style and going, okay, I was a bitch today. I gained weight this week. I didn't feel like working out. I didn't go to any coffees, right? Like it doesn't have to be journal style because that's harder to go back and reflect on later after like three or cycles, three cycles, four cycles. So three or four months, this is a process to learn your cycle. It's a process, right? So you get your, your handy dandy spreadsheet and you write on it. Okay. Whiskers. I'm going to track down when I have whiskers. Now, like I said, I always have like one, but man, during that one week I get like three and they are, they are hardcore whiskers. Whisk, not like long hairs. They have whiskers. Okay? Whiskers. I call it whisker week now, right? When are you getting the whiskers? And just mark an X. Mark an X, right? So not necessarily long hair, but whiskers. Whiskers. Um, when am I feeling particularly bitchy? Oh, here's another one. Am I having any sleep disruptions? 
and what kind of sleep disruptions are they, are they, right? So first half of your cycle, you are more likely to have trouble falling asleep. Second half of your cycle, you're more likely to wake up around one, two in the morning, sometime between one and three. That's pretty common, right? So I'm waking up. So maybe you mark off, okay, I'm waking up at one o'clock in the morning. And I'm not able to go back to bed. Like this isn't the regular potty break. This is get up and like, twiddle your thumbs and you can't get back to sleep for hours right so maybe it's a sleep disruption that you're having maybe it's cravings like not the oh i see the crispy bar and i want the crispy bar but the i don't see the crispy bar and somebody better go out and get me a damn crispy bar can you tell i just had a crispy bar (laughs) okay right so you want to track that like i'm having intense cravings Or if you've been tracking your weight and you're not doing anything different all month long, how come some weeks I lose weight and other weeks is like, I'm doing the same thing I did last week and it's not happening, right? So maybe you're tracking your weight in that respect. Side note on tracking your weight. I'm not a big fan of tracking your weight daily unless you are literally going to track your weight daily for 90 days. And then you can see like the overall pattern, not the old pattern this month, where maybe you was your sister's wedding. Maybe it was somebody's um, retirement party. Maybe it was vacation, right? Like I would much rather you track your weight once a week. For me, it's every Sunday morning, right? Because for the most part, I do the same thing Saturday night. So, which is nothing, right? But if I have an abnormal Saturday night where maybe I go out drinking or partying or whatever and have a little bit more that once in a while weirdness isn't going to affect it overall but then you can see a pattern in what your weight is doing from week to week to week versus today to tomorrow maybe you just didn't drink enough yesterday and so your weight dropped but today you drank extra special more and your weight went up those are don't count weights right so track your weight maybe once a week. So you can just kind of get another indicator on, are you losing weight, holding steady, gaining a little weight? And then you compare week one, two, three, four, you compare one to one, two to two, three to three. And that's going to give you a more accurate picture of, are you actually losing weight? Right? So then you would draw the trend through every fourth dot on the matrix sort of thing. That would help you to know your cycle. Now, why do you want to know your cycle before you would want to use your cycle? Okay, so first and foremost, if you do not know your cycle right now, you don't have to wait four weeks to work with me if you're ready to get started and learn the stuff because your hormones are impressionable, right? We take the protocols and the use your cycle method and we just get, okay, then today is day one and here's what we do. This is what we do on week one. This is what we do on week two. This is what we do on week three. This is what we do on week four. And we start just utilizing as many protocols as possible, all going in the same direction. And over the next three to four months, you start creating creating your cycle, recreating, right? And by impressionable, okay, this is what I mean, right? Think back to college dorms, all girls dorm. There were studies done, right? The janitors noticed as girls would come into school in August, blood every week, right? Everybody, there was full garbage cans in the bathroom every week. But as we got toward May, most of the blood was all during one week. Maybe you work in a more female-dominated workplace and you've noticed that. 
right? I've got a naturopathic doctor in her office. It's a lot of females and they totally talk about that all the time, right? So they're impressionable, right? Because everybody came in at different times. Sorry, I had something flash on my screen there. Everything happens at different times and it slowly comes together, right? So instead of maybe impressing whatever. That's also another side note. If you are trying to use your cycle, you work in a mostly female dominated space and you are the one not having a period, start paying attention to when they're all talking about their period or hell, just ask them depending on how personable y'all are. Right. And then I would highly recommend setting your cycle to, to go with the office cycle because eventually it's going to get there. Okay. That's just random. But if you know your cycle coming in, if you're like, Denise, I kind of think you're a little bit crazy. You kind of have piqued my interest and I'm I'm thinking about it, um, but I don't really want to work with you right now. Maybe you can go, but I'm going to use my, I'm going to start knowing my cycle. I'm going to start learning it a little better from like, when is the mambo time and I'm so pretty and social versus when am I a raging bitch? Get the hell away from me right? Like try and figure that out. And what are the other body signs so that maybe in six months you're like, whoa, okay. My, I got a wedding coming up. It's summer. It's, it's whatever. I just don't feel good anymore. And maybe this is something that will help me. You can come at me and go, okay, here's what I know. Here's what I've been tracking. What does it mean? So maybe you don't know what it means. And we can track it together and we can look at it and go, okay, well, actually, it looks like if you want to start this week, that's totally cool. You're on week three. So here's what we can expect from week three. Okay? All that to say, do you even know your body? And here's how you can learn more about it every single day. And if you're, all, if you're a journaler instead of a check it off the list person, that's totally cool. You do you, you track however it makes sense to you. Maybe you track on a regular calendar. Maybe you track on the Excel spreadsheet. Maybe you keep a note in your phone. So many ways to do that, right? If you have any questions, drop them in the comments. Shoot me a a DM on the Facebook or the Instagram. Um, I will be happy to answer them. Shoot a, a comment on the podcast. I will be happy to answer them. And I am excited to learn what you learn. I'm excited to see what you get excited about. So y'all have a great day and we'll see you next time. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thanks for listening. It would mean a ton to me if you left a review or passed this podcast on to your best gal pals and hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you have any questions, be sure you join the Menopause Project on Facebook. Until next time.